listening to uh, Burden of Proof on Radio Reverb 97.2. <laughs> Everything's fine now, Colin. Stop I'm looking at the screen. I'm alarmed by the speed at which things are happening on that screen. Yeah. yeah you just fine. do a little bit of scrolling and it's absolutely fine. So uh, so there we go. So we're back. We've been away for a very long time. We have. We do apologise. Um, and uh, and this is going to be the last show as is for a little while because uh, because you are jetting off. Yes, I'm jetting off to the United States. To the of US of A. Yes. To, to get yourself groped by a TSA agent. Oh yes. And, and then uh, get a big break in Hollywood. How are you gonna do that? Are you gonna work the waitress scene for a little yeah, while? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be a waitress. Hit on some waitresses and see where that gets <laughs> you. Uh, yeah, that could work. No, I'm just gonna walk up and down the Hollywood strip in the on the assumption that someone's gonna drive past in a limo and go Who's that kid? I like his style. You could. Um, you I could, need that. I need that walk in my movie. You could do, yeah. Or you, I mean, happened. especially if you're talking as well. Yes. Talking very Englishly. Doing my, my Hugh Grant impression. Yeah, that could. Calling work. everything terrible. Oh, this is simply awful. Oh, it's ghastly. Can't stand. Uh, yeah. So yes, and someone will say, "I need him in my movie." And yeah. I'll say, "Well," and then we'll negotiate, and then they'll offer me millions of pounds, and then I'll accept. And, and then, then I'll be the next Will Smith. I think that's the natural course progression for my career is Will Smith. It would be sad to lose you though, Colin, because I'd, I'd keep coming back for this. I'd get a jet back every weekend. You'd, you'd record the show. Yeah. Well, maybe as as fly you out to Hollywood sometimes so you, me, and Will. We could hang out. Yeah. Get yeah. Jazzy Jeff in. Jazzy Jeff. Well, Will Smith is making a comeback, isn't he? Is he? Is Jazzy Jeff going to be accompanying him on this comeback? I don't know. I didn't know Will Smith was making a comeback. He's, I was unaware. He's making a return to um, to, uh, to 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 rap music. You he see, does that every so often, though, doesn't he? He just kind of says, I'm doing an album. Yeah, but he hasn't done one since Willennium. No, he did one after Willennium. Did he? Yeah, he did one. It was a, There was a song about, um, I think it involved booty. Oh, and right. um, it was all about dancing. Make it clap. Booty. Booty. That's make how it, I'll say it. In the movie. Make it clap. He had a song called Make It Clap. Oh, right. Which wasn't, yeah, it was just about clapping. It wasn't uh, about But it was also clap. about dancing. Oh, right. No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't about any kind of STI. <laughs> and um, so he did that, and I assume there was an accompanying album with that. So he has had one other album since Willennium, and that, I think, was in 2005, six-ish kind of was time. Uh, Willennium obviously happened around the millennium. There was that great... So uh, every five years or so, yeah, he comes in every five years yeah. or so, drops an album... See, I'm quite a fan of, uh, of of Will Smith in an acting sense. I think he's I think he's been in some good stuff. Um, Independence Day, you know, he started he started off strong, and then and that's kind of maintained his reputation through them. Um, but you know, I Robot and stuff. I quite like some of his acting stuff. Wild Wild West. We won't go there. We'll disregard that. We'll one. disregard that one. That was a blip. But uh, but you know, his music without Jazzy Jeff, it's got nothing. No. Well, I remember on one of his albums he had. Like a song featuring Jazzy Jeff, yeah. So you just got him in for one song. But no, you're right. They should, they should stick together. They should stick together. They are an unstoppable force together. Yeah, like Robson and Jerome. A little bit like us, actually. A lot like I was thinking. That's why when we do the show over in LA and we get those two in, we'd probably be quite complimentary. Yeah, I think so. That's why it would work. I think, yeah, I think that would work in a lot of ways. Yes, every way. (laughs) I don't think there's a way in which it wouldn't. Here is uh, here's a song, and it's uh, Postal Service with Brand New Colony. I'll be the grapes for mental 
to you We're gift wrapped kitty cats We're only turning into tigers But we've got to fight back Let's go Eskimo Out into the blue Come take my hand Understand that you can You're my man And I need you tonight Come make my dreams Only hard as it seems Loving me is as easy as pie I am just a love machine Feeding my fantasy Give me a kiss or three And I'm fine I need a squeeze a day Instead of the negligee What will the neighbours say? This time I've been going crazy while you sleep Thinking of a language that the two of us can speak To Mr. Prehistoric make your wheel And I'll breathe underwater cause I like the way it feels I said you're cold, big mistake You've gotta hang around in limbo for as long as I take Next time, read my mind And I'll be good to you We're gift-wrapped kitty cats We're only turning into tags when we've got to fight back Let's go Eskimo out into the blue Come take my hand, understand that you can <laughs> I need you tonight Come make my dreams only hard as it seems Loving me is as easy as pie I am just a love machine Feeding my fantasy Give me a kiss or three And I'm fine, I need a squeeze a day Instead of the negligee What will the neighbours say? This time, oh, it's very new Can anybody tell me what to do? Oh, this feeling's very strange Can anybody tell me what's your game? Arctic Monkeys covering... They came uh, in for a special session just for us. They did, and they played that just for us because we are Radio 1's Live Lounge. <laughs> uh, so there we go. So, uh, yeah. Uh, just to clarify, you're not listening to Radio 1's Live Lounge. You're, yeah. in fact, listening to Radio Reverb I think 97.2 FM. I think that will become pretty clear. <laughs> yes, I don't think anyone's going to maintain that mistake for very long. Yeah, I don't think we need to uh, reiterate that point. Um, anyway, yeah, so... Lots of things have happened over yeah. the, uh, but but mainly I discovered a new board game. Oh, which is I've never had you down as a board game player. Well, um, we went. Um, we were discussing Risk off air. We were we discussing Risk off air, and I thought it would. Uh, well, it just reminded me that I, I wanted to discuss this board game because um, I went camping last weekend to uh, Biddeford in North Devon, and uh, and a board game was brought along, which it was uh, it was it was Laura's family's board game that we'd gone to Lincoln uh, not specifically just to get that board game there were other things going on uh, but brought the board game back and uh, and I'd never played it and the other two people that came with us had never played it uh, but it t- turns out to be a brilliant board game and it's called Easy Money Easy Money Easy Money and uh, there's only one dice and there's only one and die, there's, no sure. sorry there's there's three dice but there's only one um, character there's only one sort of um, what do they call it Figure. counter counter and what happens is that every single 
it's 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 on a square board with around the outside and there's like a monopoly board like a monopoly board and you each get a little um piece of cardboard that's got double or nothing uh wall street wall there's wall street up wall street down there's uh vegas and um the lottery Right. And basically, what happens is that it's a brilliant board game because whoever's go it is rolls the dice. They move the, they move the character on whatever it lands on. Everyone gets involved in everything. So, right. for instance, if you land on Vegas, then the person who rolls um, and who rolls the dice is the house. Right. And, they and take, the house always wins. They, they take two dice, and everyone gets a card with a number on it and some uh, and some odds. Yeah. And then they roll the dice, and they and if they get a seven, they get everyone's money. Right. But if they roll one of the other person's um, numbers, then they the, this basically massive wad of money, like a huge pile of money, is in the middle. Is it like paper monopoly money? It's paper monopoly money. But the, one of the great things about it is that it it only comes in wads. It doesn't come <laughs> in individual notes. <laughs> it's such an eighties game. Uh, it, it, it's all in just these huge wads of notes, basically. <laughs> so you've got the, like these wads of paper that you know stack up to a hundred thousand, up to all the way up to a million, sort of thing. So you can only put two wads on at a time, but it's all done. Right, it's all done, it's all done, done in, done in wads. wads. In these huge, like, is this game still available? Cause I'm it, quite you intrigued. can still get it. You can still get it from Amazon. It's like fifteen quid or something. It's called Easy this. Money, and um, and it's great because you, you start off you start off with some money, and then you put something on double or nothing, and then when that gets uh, you, someone rolls it, and they they might get nothing, and everyone puts it on these lotteries in the corner, or they might get double, in which case you take it from the middle. Uh, and it's you, you have a count up of all the money once it's gone from the middle, and once both the lotteries have been won as well, and uh, and it's just it's just absolutely. Brilliant. I, think, I think without the board or the playing pieces, you're explaining it to me. I haven't got a clear idea of how that works, but it does sound a lot of fun. It does. You've it, communicated that it's fun. It is fun. It is fun, and all the and it's all in wads, which is one yeah. of the best things. About. Did you ever play a game that I had as a kid called Downfall, where it was about five or six, I think maybe six spinning wheels. And you couldn't see the other... It was like a tower in between you. It was like quite a 3D physical board game. Oh, right, And you yeah. turned it, and these little counters came down, and you had to turn it and try and move your counters down. Yeah. While stopping your opponent's counters, and they never got all their counters down first one. I think that I've, was really, really good, that game. I think I've seen it in a shop, but I've never right. actually... I don't think I've ever Very good. played it. Very good. Downfall is an excellent Similar game. to Kaplunk. No. In the way that it uses gravity. Yes, in that it relies on gravity. It's very similar to Kaplunk and Jenga and Connect yeah. Four. And Connect Four, yeah, that's another but one. But in the way that it plays strategically, no. <laughs> Nothing like it. Nothing like especially not like Kaplunk or Jenga. Oh, right. Oh, well, that's not sad. really like Connect Four, actually. Yeah. I was a bit sad because Connect Four got solved a little while ago. What do you mean? Um, it, there's now, you can. There's basically, once they've solved a the formula. game, it means they've come up with a computer program that can guarantee a win every single time. Oh. And they've done it with... Just uh, play against me, because I'm absolutely rubbish at that. Oh, really? Yeah, something about it. I just lose every yeah. single time. But it's I, like, you know how... I end up just playing for a stalemate, because I've, yeah. got, I've got no confidence that I'm going <laughs> to be able to win. you'll ever get along. Yeah, I just think, I just think, just, just don't Play let, for the draw, Peterson. Just win. It's a, it's, a, it's a no-win game, though, Connect 4, because winning Connect 4 isn't something to really be proud of, but losing Connect 4 is really embarrassing. Yeah, which is why... So I, you, don't, you can't really win. I just tend to stay away from it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's just advanced noughts and crosses, though, isn't it? Because when you're a kid, you reach that age where you solve noughts and crosses. So you know, you, if you go first, you can always win, and if you go second, you can always draw. Mm. And then someone's just done that with Connect Four because it's a slightly bigger, slightly more complex game. The big one to try and solve, obviously, is chess. That's the one people are working at. Yeah, but there's there's far too many variables in chess. Well, this thing, the more powerful a computer, though, theoretically, 
They should be. It yeah. should be work out all of the billions and billions of variables, but it's not there yet. I want to say they solve drafts. But I'm not sure about that. Someone might want to email in studio at radioreverb.com. Oh, yeah, that'd be nice. But I think someone, I think someone very recently solved drafts. So solved. you could always win it. Oh, That's wow. the phrase they use, though, solved it. Yeah. I've solved the puzzle of the game, which isn't really the spirit of the game. No. But you can't you can't solve downfall. That's why it's so good. No. Like Jenga. And, uh, or easy money, I should imagine. No, you can't yeah, solve easy so money. Much on luck. You can't solve easy money. I played, I played a lot of Chase the Ace as well. That's a card game. That's a card game. It sounds like a card game. Yeah, it's good. It's old made, basically. Yeah. If you ever played that, I still like Risk. I love Risk. Yeah, it's a good game. Goes on forever, but it's good. For I, I've never played it. Still never played. You it. never played it. No, it's such a Red Dwarf fan as well. I know. It's I an know. integral part of Red Dwarf. I know. I still need to play it. It's one of those things where I need I need the actual game itself, which is the yeah. first hurdle. We've got, I think, two copies of it. And then I need I need uh, you know a clear table. And then yeah. some, some people who are really committed for about two days. I'll tell you what we'll do, Reese. We've got Risk. Yeah. You can come round ours. The other thing with Risk is that... Actually, I was going to ask you, with Easy Money, could you play it two-player? No, four-player. Four-player, right. No, I think it's it's maximum of four. So I think you could still play it two. But that's the thing, because finding a game that you can actually play two-player is mm. also a bit of a thing. Because there's just Tennis. two of us. There's just two of us living in the house. Yeah. So Monopoly doesn't work two-player. Can't really play that two-player. You could play... You could race each other in a game of solitaire. Yes, that's true. <laughs> but there's games like Yahtzee, you can play two-player. Guess Who, it's designed for two-player. Guess player. Who's all about two-player. Downfall's two-player, Connect Falls two-player. Didn't they release a new connect, a new Guess Who with like a three-way Guess Who? That would be awesome. Mm. I'd like that. But that would be really difficult. Because well, you yeah. wouldn't be able to keep track of everyone. You'd have to have two trays to keep track of both of the other players. Because you flip down. Yeah, I could be lying. I could, I could be lying. No, I, no, what I'm thinking of is the three-way chessboard. You can get a three-way chessboard, yes. Have you ever played that? No. No. I always wanted to, though. <laughs> but I never had more than one friend. So I was never able to. But well, anyway, you come round ours. Bring Laura. All right. Bring the family. We'll play chess. As many, we'll as play many, Risk. We'll play Risk. As many people as you can get. Risk is great. Risk, you can do eight player. Wow. Brilliant fun. Wow. The more people, the funnier it is. Right. Well, in that you case... You can come round to Cassaday Griffiths. My parents love Risk. I will play do. Play my parents. Oh, that sounds awesome. That'd be nice. It's been a long time since you've seen my parents. They, they often talk of you. Yeah. Well, October half term, I'm there. I'm there. I'm, I'm all over it. October half term sounds wonderful. Like white on rice. I've got uh, a couple of days off when I get back from the States. We'll do it then. In the meantime, let's play uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Yes, and I won't. Why not?
Expanding the horizon and Expanding the parameters Expanding the rhymes of soccer MC amateurs Inaugural Isaac Newton A scientific easy A Ben Franklin with a kite A getting over with the key Now rock shocking the mic of the many times Times the times table well to tell the spell All of the old fables Cause I've been dropping the new science And I've been kicking the new knowledge And I've seen to a degree that you can't get in college. Now the dregs of the earth and the eggs, eggs that I eat, I got pegs through my head and worn through my feet. Shade, stadium, veradium, E and D squared, kicked out of the palladium. Just think that I can't. It's the sounds of science. The sounds of science. Sound of science by uh, the Beastie that was, Boys. That was uncanny. It I was. Ad Rock was here with me. Well, I was going for Mike, whatever his name Mike is. Mike D. Mike D. Oh, I was going to say B or C. The D stands for Diamond. Does it? Yes. Mickey Diamond. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, yes, uh, we are 97.2 burden of proof, just in case you were asking. Uh, please do send us an email studio at radioreverb.com with burden of proof in the subject title we would always love to hear from you and we'll even talk about it you know openly on air if you like we are like that i have a question for you Reece. yeah go on then what is your view on if you see a celebrity in the road or the street walking right. past you minding their own business you know maybe they've got the walking a dog or something or right. a cigarette what kind of dog doesn't really matter for oh, the right. purposes of this question. If it's a pug, then I'm, I'm likely to stop and talk to them about the pug. Right, okay. But we're, that, we're going okay. with celebrity rather than pug owner. I appreciate right. in your mind, owner of a pug equals celebrity. Well, yeah. But that's fine. Um, 
do you think it is acceptable to say something to them about, say, how much you like their work? Like, for example... I don't... Be- <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just yell their catchphrase out. <laughs> like, for example, today, this very day, walking towards the radio station <gasps> to meet you... Did you see? I walked past... I think his name's Mark Little. He used to be on Neighbours, and then he hosted the Big Breakfast. Oh, too right, mate. Yeah, him. Yeah, he's, but yeah, I think he does a lot of stuff. He lives in Brighton. He lives in Worthing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, why would you live in Worthing? Because I follow. I know because I follow him around. No, but why would you? Cheaper. Right. <laughs> Your neighbours' money's only going so far. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Um, Those Australian dollars. Yeah. Anyway, I saw him outside the library by that restaurant that I think Jamie Oliver might be involved with. But oh, I'm yeah. not sure. Jamie's. Is it? Is that it? No, that's near. Um, that's nearer Somewhere to the else. sea. That's that's round back of that Jamie's, diner that Jamie's we went Italian to. Italian or something? Not that one. Anyway, right. it's by the library okay. near New Road yep. near the Black Horse. Moving on. Yeah. I saw him there, puffing away on a cigarette. Oh yeah. At, just looking around, he was clearly just having a cigarette break on his own. Just trying to think and of what of the Australian before. word, the Australian slang for cigarette is. Yeah. No, I can't think of I think, it. I believe they call them chuswazers. <laughs> and um, I was I was tempted to go up to him and say just as I walked past. You were brilliant on the Big Breakfast. You were one of the best Big Breakfast presenters. But you thought but that then might... I thought, no, because he doesn't want to hear that. Well, but I don't know if he does or not. But you never know. I don't if know you... if I should approach him or not. So what is your take? Would you would you approach someone? Also, not two weeks ago, walking to the radio show again. This is my best celebrity spotting place. Walking past uh, down Kensington Gardens, or whatever it's called. Oh, the little yeah. road with resident on it. Yeah. Nick Cave with his family. Oh, Cave's always about, yeah. I, I think I think, I Cave... think Cave seems less approachable than Mark Little. Yeah, but that's only based on his work. Well, exactly. One's been a cheerful g'day, mate. Yeah. I'm here on the big breakfast. The and big the other brekkie. one's Mark Little. And the, yeah. um. <laughs> That's the worst joke. <laughs> that was absolutely terrible. It didn't even make sense. <laughs> you set me up, Colin, and I, yeah, I knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Just nonsense. Um, I, I mean, to be honest... What's it, your take on this? Also, t- also at the radio show, oh, goodness me, I saw called. Colin Baker, who was Doctor Who. Wasn't that Tom Baker? No, Colin Baker was but Doctor Who later. Bakers. There were two different Bakers have been Doctor Who. Two Doctors Tom and a Baker. Tom Baker, very popular and much loved. Colin Baker, much maligned. Oh. Well, probably not best to. Because, uh, I mean, the, you run the risk of, say, for instance, if um, if Mark Little had um, left the big breakfast under sort of under a cloud, under suspicious circumstances or something like that, then sort of like reminding him of that period in his life. It's a, it's a 50-50 gamble. Uh, but you know reminding him of that period in his life might bring back some kind of horrible breakdown you never know yeah you know he's always local assaulted by ex big brother big (laughs) breakfast host yeah and also you know um, a lot of people that have cheery personas on the air are are miserable off the air I mean look at us Mike Myers Mike Myers and us we're very grumpy (laughs) tortured genii yes like Mark Little and us yes we refuse to speak to each other off air yeah this whole thing's an act we uh, we communicate only by carrier pigeon yes but that's sent yeah. by our staff and I uh, and they're always very passive aggressive yeah. messages and I poke the eye out of the carrier pigeon as a message <laughs> when it comes back to me from you I take out my anger on the carrier pigeon um, yes there we go so um, I would say yeah I would say do it because I do it. Yeah, but, but I've got to kind of listen to so my. So next time I see Mark Little, I should say I really like because I did. I wouldn't be lying. I really did like oh, exactly, my big breakfast. Exactly. I thought it was brilliant. And I, I keep saying to myself that the next time I see David Barbie, uh, who owns an antique shop in uh, in in Kemptown, I'm going to say I love your work on Bargain Hunt because he is always around. Yeah, you should. You and should I should. And, I, and I've seen him so many times, and I've kind of st- I kind of like. Given in the double, and he, he kind of—I think he's seen me a he bunch knows, of times. He going, knows you know. He knows that I know. 
and I know that he knows that I know. Yeah. And it's one of those situations. But I've just got to go, Barbie, a bloody legend. <laughs> Maybe give him a hug. Yeah. Immediately yeah. go too intimate. I might, yeah, well, I, I really want to get on Bargain Hunt, so I might, maybe that'll be a sort of shoe-in. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that'll be a little door opening to... Could uh, I be on your team? Would you pick me? Would yeah, you pick someone else? No, I'd pick you. You'd pick me? Yeah, really? Definitely. Really? Yeah. I'm not going to be sat at home watching Bargain Hunt and there's you <laughs> and someone else. No, someone I'd pick else you. is not me. I'd pick you because you want, you want me my media buddy. Right, okay. Yeah, we do media stuff together. That's true. That's like true. this. <laughs> not like this. This is some other thing we do. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Um, we're going to play a, a little tune, and then we'll come back, because there's a couple of things that I need to ask you about, actually, because okay. I'm obviously going back to school, and I just yeah, need some are. advice. Have you bought your trousers? Uh, I've, bought, I've, I've been taken out Stationary? by... Stationary? Got a little tin? Most of that's provided by the school, fortunately. But, um, protractor? Do you have a protractor? I, I actually I actually went out with my mother on Thursday, and she took me up <laughs> and bought me loads of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Just to clarify, Reese Peterson, you are 28. 28, And yeah. your mother took you up and you... Well, what I, did she buy you? Like a nice tie? Because I don't have any money. So uh, she's, she, she, she was very kind and bought me uh, a couple of pairs of trousers, a couple Aww. of pairs of shoes and a nice jacket. Aww. So I've got a couple of different outfits, actually, because previously, the last term, I just I had a suit and I just pretty much wore that the whole time, just changed shirt. Whereas now I've got, well, I've got a couple You've of... You've got options. I've got options now. Wow. Stylish. Uh, yeah. I don't have options. No. I've got um, a suit and it's a little bit mothy. Sad times. I need a new suit jacket. Great, <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm going to play uh, Your Woman by uh, White Town.
Alkaline Trio and Stupid Kid, and uh, we've been uh, well, we've been virtually joined by uh, Jason Porter, who uh, thank you very much for uh, sending you uh, our email. Oh yeah, and he's attached the MP3 of the jingle that uh, he wrote for us. Oh, but um, I, I mean, I don't know if this <laughs> if I've got any facility to play it. Funnily enough, I don't think that the computer uh, connects back up into the mixing desk to output unfortunately it probably does but it's probably beyond your it's beyond knowledge my, it's, and ability it's beyond my sort of like five minutes to work it out kind of thing right do you know well, what I mean talking of which but you, thank you very much Jason I hope to see you at the Brighton Mini Makers Fair where yes, we shall be headed I appreciate it too after this show I think I appreciate it slightly more than Reese because I didn't lose the CD after the first time we ever used it <laughs> I'll forward it. I'll forward it to myself, and then yes. I'll burn it, and then uh, and then it won't be valid for the next five weeks. Well, what you can do is forward it to me as well, and I'll put it on the next playlist. Scene. Yeah, I'm trying to get Jason on the show because I think it'd be it'd be a fairly guess, interesting good person. Material. Yeah. yeah. Well, his dad builds um, his dad builds model hovercrafts. Well, why don't we get his dad on the show? <laughs> well, I think he lives in the Isle of Wight. Brilliant! I love the Isle of Wight. Black Gang Chine. You ever been to Black Gang Chine? No, it's I amazing. haven't. You had a question to ask me. A question to ask, yeah. And uh, and, and perhaps anyone who feels like emailing studio at radioreverb.com with burden of proof in the subject title can can help us. Help me, anyway. And I'm going back to school on uh, Monday. And I'm going to get those GCSEs. Kind of part of the reason. <laughs> um, <but laughs> just in case you missed that, that was a sarcastic laugh. Um, and part of the reason why I think I was hired mainly is because uh, is because I'm young and interesting and dynamic, obviously. Yes. Uh, and uh, and they know that I, they know that I can play the guitar. So they're like, "Oh, bring your guitar in." 
Uh, and I'm like, oh. this is gonna be. This has got all the perfect ingredients for awkward teacher thinks he's down with the kids. Yeah, and I'm just like, this is gonna be amazing. Mm. I mean, I find this is a little rap I wrote about the five times table. Oh, it's awful. That's the thing. Is that I? There's a. Whenever like you're at a party or something, and then someone like breaks a guitar out, and you're like, oh. that's not the person to be. No, exactly. Or like round a campfire or something, you're like, oh. Or, you know, I, I don't know. There's something about it which which is just very much like oh, look at me. Whereas you know, I th- I think that's kind of part of the reason why why they kind of hired me really. Uh, not not just for that obviously, but but you know, to, to the, this whole thing. And they're like, yeah, bring it in, bring it in. And I'm like, well, I don't really, I don't sing for a start. And the kind of stuff that I normally play is kind of a little bit odd and and, you don't redemption. and a lot louder and stuff like that. I mean, I can kind of take it in, but I don't know what I'm expected to really do with it. Well, if you just learn that one tune, uh, you've got Bar Bar Back Sheep, Twinkle Twinkle, and the Alphabet song down. Yeah. I could just get them to sing stuff, couldn't I, the whole time? Yeah, you get them to sing. But what age group are you I think it'd be Because this is going to be your class now, isn't it? This yeah. Is the, the first time. It's not, yeah, it's not supply right. teacher Reese. This is, I'm a teacher teacher. Yeah, this is it. Um, they're, they're the older kids. They're the oldest, oldest two So years. they're probably going to already know the Alphabet. They'll know the alphabet, yeah. Right, they'll be familiar with that. Yeah. And twinkle, twinkle, perhaps not really. And they'll be like, they'll be like, can you, can you play Jesse J? And I'll be like, no. What's, what's a Jesse J? <laughs> can you what? play N Dubs? I reckon, I reckon I could pick up a few tabs of things like uh, Jesse J and things like that because I do actually quite like price no, tag. They're going to want you to play like uh, grimecore or something. That, yeah, they probably will. Got any UKG? <laughs> And I'll be like, well, no, you can't so, play that on the guitar. So what's the question is, should you bring your guitar in? Yeah, I mean, yeah. My view, my view, this is Colin's guidance. Because if I take it in, it's got to be, I can't just kind of put it on the side. and No, and, no, you, know, no, you can't tease them with it. Yeah, I can't tease them with it. No, no. And I can't just, I've got to either bring it in on Monday or kind of not at all, really. Oh, really? Because my suggestion was going to be exactly the opposite. Was oh, like, you establish yourself with your class. You get a sense of what your class is like. Yeah. Uh, they know you they know and respect and love Mr. Peterson yeah and then maybe near the end of the term because bringing guitar in is a fun thing that's immediately like this is a fun thing maybe near the end of your first term when you've got much more of a sense of whether or not this will fly whether or not you'll pull it off that's when you bring the guitar in that'll be my view is establish yourself then you'll have more of a sense of what the class is like they'll know and respect and like you right because I think if you just turn up day one I mean, with is, guitar, is, is this based on them knowing and respecting and liking me to some extent right but okay I, I think if you turn up day one with a guitar my view would be how old are these kids between 9 and 11 alright by the time I was 11 I'd probably developed enough cynicism if a teacher turned up day one with a guitar I'd think brilliant DOS lesson yeah, yeah we're yeah, gonna so. this guy's gonna muck about with a guitar and we're all gonna sing Kumbaya or something I might get given a bongo <laughs> <laughs> like this is going to be easy so that will be my view is yeah. you hold off you do bring it in but only once you've got a real yeah. rapport you are a world class. class cynic though I don't think that many that many of the I was the, a very cynical 11 year old I remember when they announced the choir at our school and it was one of those things where every time, every time there'd ever been any kind of club at school before everyone had always got in because we were all little kids the choir was the first thing where they actually had some kind of skill based test but so cynical was I well everyone else ran off to check the list to see if they got in I just assumed everyone would have mm. and then I didn't like a valuable lesson did. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I mean, d- who put me in a choir, Reese? You know me. No, I d- I'm not a singer. Well, they didn't put you in a choir, no, did they? Well, exactly. Sensibly. Well, <laughs> sensibly. We all stand by that decision. <laughs> no one can argue with that. No, that was a, that was a wise decision. Maybe. If I went on X Factor, I'd be the one whose parents were going, oh, no, he's bothering. Yeah. He's terrible. He's terrible. Not like those angry parents who threaten Simon Cowell. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so did I get an answer for this? Yeah, you, so I you just say, gave you quite a detailed answer. You say what, break, what, two, two weeks in? 
Yeah. Get a real sense of it, and then you'll be in a better position to make the decision yeah. as to whether or not they'll go, <laughs> Peterson. Idiot. <laughs> yeah. If they come up with a nickname for you, they would call it like Pito or something. No, that Peterson. would be a really horrible nickname. Pete uh, with a T, like Peterson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but. I yeah. didn't mishear me. <laughs> Anyway, um, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm still mulling it over. I'm not sure. But I think that if I don't bring it in, then they'll be like, bring it in, what are you doing? Do the kids know about the guitar? Some of them do. They, some of them know I can play it. So I think they'll kind of be expecting... I think I just have to. I think I just have to I think in that get case, over the fact that... Uh, if, if some of them know, yeah, that's when you can make it like a... Well, maybe if you're good. Maybe, yeah. maybe if you're all doing well on Friday. Yeah. I do think it's a, like a Friday or end of term kind of thing is bringing a guitar in yeah. but you could maybe say that if some one of them says Mr Peterson she says you could play guitar play your guitar for us you could say well it depends depends how you're behaving doesn't it I mean if, you, if you're good and I think you deserve it then yeah I'll come in and play a little bit of guitar for you Yeah, play some Jesse J play some Jesse J I'm going to have to pick, pick up some Jesse J tabs actually Bruno Mars do they really well. like Jesse J they though? do they seem to love him oh is Jesse J a man no it's a it's a woman oh okay it's love them I, th- I, love I think them. I said them you did I, I heard yeah. him I had them. Hmm. <laughs> I love, they love them. Hmm. Uh, anyway, uh, events going on. There's, uh, there's obviously the Brighton Mini Maker Fair. Very exciting. I love the makers, guys. Going on uh, today, if you're listening to the live show, which is uh, it's currently 10 to 3 on Saturday afternoon. Finishes at 5. Finishes at 5. You've only got two hours, ten minutes to get there. Get down there. We'll it's be there. Good. There's lots of things that I don't really understand how they work, but we'll they're be very, there. very Signing autographs. Absolutely. Yeah. We've even got our own booth. Yes. Not, not true. Um,. Yeah, if there was some way of putting an asterisk in radio, yes. then then there would be one there. No um, uh, There's a popcorn comedy next Saturday, which you're going to miss. Yeah, I'm going to be on a plane. I'll be leaving uh, on a jet plane. See, that's why I'm not in a choir. Right. <laughs> Again, wise decision, choir master. Yeah. Uh, popcorn comedy next Saturday. It's on Saturdays now, which uh, which makes it better for everyone, including myself, because I don't have to get up at 6.30 the next day. Uh, so it's on Saturdays. It's going to have uh, Tom Bell and uh, Mr. Joe Lysett, both of which very funny people. And uh, and I'd be rubbish if you got somebody who wasn't funny. You would be not very funny at all, would it? No, mm. good. Um, and also this evening, and I was going to ask you if you wanted to go actually. Uh, Round George's Pub Quiz. Oh, Sutherland Road, uh, kind of near Gala Bingo. Get off at the Gala Bingo bus stop uh, off the uh, the number one or the number seven if you're coming from Hove. And uh, and it's going to be there's going to be a live band doing the uh, sort of music round. Oh, Which very good. good. So they'll yeah. play like the EastEnders theme tune, and you have to guess that it's the EastEnders theme tune. Yeah, although you've probably just given away one of the answers. Might have done. Yeah, might have done. That's that's the benefit. I think of pretty much if it starts with uh, with a drum beat, it's either EastEnders or Phil Collins. Yeah, that's true. One of those two things. Or a Dairy Milk advert. Yeah. Again, there we go. Still under the same category, just a subset subset there. Uh, so there we go. That's some fascinating things going on today, next week. And tonight. Yes. Mm. And if you want to hang out at Heathrow Airport next Saturday, I'll be around. <laughs> yeah. Say hello. Signing autographs. <laughs> I'll be signing autographs. I'll have my own booth there. I bet you've only... There won't be a booth. I bet you... <laughs> That's true. Um, you, you've probably just got like uh, a whole row of Sharpies in like an inside jacket pocket yeah, just yeah, in case yeah, ready, you need to ready. sign a breast or a football or a yeah. head or a... A lot of them have dried up actually because they've all been in my jacket for a very long time yeah. and haven't actually seen any use. No. I did get asked to sign something once. That was it. Did you? Yeah. Is that when you worked for MTV? Yeah. Mm. Someone in a crowd asked me to sign something. I was like, this is pointless. (laughs) (laughs) No one's ever going to care that I wrote on this. (laughs) If anything, I'm devaluing the scrap of paper you're asking me to write on. Yeah. You're taking up valuable space for someone. That paper could have used to be something useful, like a doctor's note. Yeah. 
or someone else's autograph. Yeah, or a school report. Yeah, all sorts of things. All sorts of things you can use pieces of paper for. That's what we've learned from today. I've got a better <laughs> late than never. <laughs> better late than never. Reese reviews a film far too late for the review to be useful. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, it, it, it was going to be different, actually. Uh, it was going to be Kiss the Girls, which was on uh, More 4 last night. Okay. But, um, but Laura is uh, of a of nervous disposition <laughs> to the point where she can't really watch anything, which has got even anything vaguely sort of... Uh, Sort of crimeish or, or serial killerish or okay, you know. Um, it's because you've got such a kind of edge to you. I think that's she's what it always is. worried. She's always slightly on edge. That you're, might, you're a very might, dangerous looking man. That I might just flip out at yeah, some point. Yeah. It's the know. eye patch. It, yeah, well, that's one of the things. Yeah, it's the leg as well. Yeah, it's the clunking noise I make. Up the <laughs> <leg>. <laughs> it's your insistence on carrying a fisherman's hook at all times. <laughs> Um, anyway, or a long so hook, it was going to be Kiss the Girls, but um, the opening credits burst off. The opening credits burst off that completely, and so it changed to Vanilla Sky. Oh, okay. Which actually a remake of Thingy. Vanilla Sky is a remake, isn't it? Don't a know. Remake of a, a different foreign film. No idea. Anyway, um, it, it, so it turned into Vanilla Sky, which actually uh, is is not a million miles away from being a little bit freaky in itself. Have you ever seen Vanilla Sky? I have not, no. Oh, wow. I believe it's a remake of the film Open Your Eyes. Open Your Eyes. Yes, probably. They do say that quite a lot. Um, anyway, so Vanilla Sky. I thought it was, I thought it, on the whole, it was quite good. Generally a little bit confusing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of sort of darting between. Do you like, want to explain the kind of a rough overview of what the film's about before you start telling? Cause I'm about specifics? Uh, Tom Cruise. Right. Is a very short man. But uh, he um, teams um, up with other people who are equally as short. Although Jason Lee is in it, and I thought that it was a bit weird, really, because there's Cameron Diaz and Penelope Cruz and Jason Lee, uh, and then and um, Tom Cruise. But then Jason Lee's in it, and it kind of feels like he's he's just wandered in from the set of, of an indie <laughs> of an indie <laughs> film into this sort of because he, he doesn't. Is Jason he, Lee the bloke from My Name Is Earl? Yeah. You're right, and and, uh, and the he Kevin was, Smith films, and the Kevin Smith films, yeah. And Chasing Amy, one of my my favourite Kevin Smith. Yeah, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Uh, Dogma, you know. Anyway, so, so Jason Lee's just just sort of turns up in it, and it kind of doesn't feel right that because they they're buddies, and it never really. He's not mates with Tom Cruise. He's not friends with Tom no, Cruise. No, no, no but but sense. Tom Cruise is basically the. He heir. just about got away with being friends with Ben Affleck and Chasing Amy. Tom Cruise is essentially the heir of this sort of uh, media empire, um, and his parents uh, had both Scientologists though. Ooh. There you go. That's how we got in. There's the link. There's a link. There's the link. Sorry, uh, carry on. <laughs> anyway, um, Tom Cruise is the, is the you know squillionaire heir to the, uh, the this this media fortune. Yes. Uh, parents passed away, and uh, it's him. He's the uh, he's the majority shareholder owner, and the rest, the other forty nine percent, is divided up between these seven board members who he doesn't like, who he thinks are you know. Um, are idiots well they think that he's an idiot and he's kind of Sounds like Bruce he's constantly trying to think that they're, they're, they're maybe trying to get rid of him and, and trying to think of ways of, of getting rid of yeah. him but um, he doesn't really do a great deal apart from snowboard and things like that and then it all gets a little bit strange and confusing and then he, he's in this sort of weird uh, car accident in which he gets half of his face mangled off and then uh, like Mel Gibson in uh, Man Without a Face yeah and well pff, there's a lot of parallels you can draw with a lot of films yeah Um but it just kind of it just flits around all over the place, and you're like, oh, what's going on? Fortunately, being Hollywood, they they do have a very nice sort of ten minute. So, what's going on here? And then and right. then someone Brilliant. comes in and goes, this bit that you did it, and then that, which I need. So someone came in and comes in. The same thing happens in Tom Cruise's Minority Report. 
Oh, really? It all kind of plans through. And I remember being quite proud of myself as a kid watching it in the cinema and understanding everything. I just about kind of worked everything out. You could piece it all together. Mm. And then for the last five minutes of the film, the villain essentially gets a flip chart out and goes through every single scene of the film <laughs> and explains exactly what happened. Yeah. Well, and I thought, oh. That kind of thing pretty much does happen in in, um, in this. But in Vanilla Sky. It, it kind of turns out that there's, uh, well, there's, there's still some questions from it. There's still a couple of questions. Because he's supposed to be... He goes. He, he signs his life away to this um, weird company where they kind of keep him in suspended animation or his brain alive, and they give him these dreams and things like that. And he's he's kind of piecing together this life that he never really had from this um, from these dreams. And a lot of the uh, the romance with Penelope Cruz is this kind of ideal of this uh, love that he would he thinks is the best kind of. Um, thing for him yeah and then he he kind of he kind of imagines himself a a father figure in in the in the form of this psychotherapist which is analyzing him and it's all it's very strange but fortunately fortunately they did have someone to explain it all at the end because i was sitting there going what but then at the end of it you know i still had a few questions but no one was coming back to explain them to me so i thought i seem to remember it was made it was a big deal that they filmed in Times square when it was completely empty they did there was one scene where it was completely empty um and yeah i mean but it's it's a bit of a it's not a children's film at all. I thought I found it quite freaky in some ways. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, how much would you pay for it on DVD? Uh, in the fifteen seconds we've got to wrap this up, I would probably pay no more than two pound fifty. Right. So that's that reviewed. Good. But I would I would watch it again because I need to watch it again because there's a couple of questions that I need answering. So there we go. We've been burden of proof. It's been lovely, haven't you? We'll be back whenever we're back. Yeah, indeed. Next week. Bye. <laughs>